Sports, the local sports leader. Bitly and Murata Mornings, Social Studies. Brought to you by CarolHasTheBuyers.com. Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. Let us find out what's going on on our social media account at Bickley underscore Murata on Twitter. Sarah Cazell is here to let us know in social studies. That's right. I'm always here to let you know That's what's right. going on That's on the right. internet. That's right. For better or for worse. I'm too plugged into the internet, uh, specifically You're Twitter. Damn right. Yeah. All right. We are on Twitter at Bickley underscore. We, we keep it pretty, uh, pretty light, pretty good. Well, I guess except for when we talk about the Arizona Cardinals, which is where we are starting right now. Uh, we've been talking just about kind of the lack of impressive moves and what to expect for the 2023 season. It's not looking so hot. Wait, so you're not buying your Dennis Daly jersey right now? <laughs> oh, no, I already have one, but, you know, oh. get a different size, I guess. Uh what movie quote or title, movie quote or movie title, would you guys use to describe the Cardinals offseason so far? Some good players getting away, some meh players coming in, and then what's happening with D-Hop? Dazed and confused. I'm going to go with uh, waiting dot dot dot. Disturbing little movie if you've ever seen it and ever no. eaten in a restaurant. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that the Ryan Reynolds yes. movie? Yes. And I... Dane Cook. Oh, very cool. I didn't know he was in a movie. He's been oh. in several. Oh, yeah. Is that right? Yes. Really? What other movie? Some movie where he worked at Costco or something. I right? actually like that movie. Employee oh. of the Month with Jessica Simpson. Yes, I never saw that, but that does ring a bell. He was to in me. Good Luck Chuck. Yep. It was just. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. He had a moment in the. Uh, yeah, late nineties, early two thousands, early two thousands. Yeah, yeah. What do we got on this? One? All right, yeah. yes. Movie quotes or movie titles you would use to describe the Cardinals off season so far? Alexi Koskinen submits. Patience, you must have, my young Padawan. <laughs> have Was patience, that your Yoda and impression? all will be revealed as my half-assed Yoda impression. <laughs> patience, you must there have. There you go. <laughs> that really hurts my throat, though. I can't keep doing better. that. Thank you. Um, that's a Yoda quote from Alexi. Uh, this one will be for you from the wedding singer, Vince. Yes. Oh, somebody kill me, please. <laughs> When he's singing. Yes. Uh, that's from Sports Kebab Fan Club. Brian V. submitted from Tommy Boy. I'm going to go ask for directions to our next huge embarrassing failure. <laughs> man, Damn, man. Brian V. That's a deep cut, Brian. Way to go. <laughs> Dan sent this one in from Office Space. What would you say you do here? <laughs> also good. This is a good. This, good is, this is sort of a paraphrase okay. of an Oscar-winning movie title, but this is from uh, Not For My Sins. Uh, nothing, nowhere, all the time. That's right. That was a really good one. Uh, let's see. We also have a movie title, Failure to Launch, from Caleb, and Super Bad from RC. Okay. And then, okay, I, I forgot to look up which movie this one is from, but Chazinator submitted, as you all know, first prize is a Cadillac Eldorado. Glengarry and, Glen Ross. There we are. <laughs> Anyone want to see second prize? Second prize is a set of steak knives. Third prize is you're fired. fired. Get the picture? 
Yeah, it's the longest uh, line from that movie that did not include the F word. Yeah. <laughs> this watch costs more than your car. <laughs> Is that a good movie to watch? Yes. Oh my it, gosh. It stands uh, the test of time. Okay. Yes. It's 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 like a it was a play originally. Okay. So it if you like that kind of movie that like a movie version of play it's very it feels sure. that way sure it's, it's good acting it, in it it's raining the entire time oh <laughs> but they're inside but you can hear the rain it's very oh, jared's right the acting's phenomenal it's al pacino and jack lemon and alec baldwin yeah. and, uh... okay here's here's a quote from a movie with not quite as good an acting though it's from the the water boy oh no we suck again <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about that was an oscar award-winning Movie, wasn't it? Right? That one should have been. The best picture? Yeah. Right? Okay. And I think Rob Schneider should have won for supporting actor for his role as Townie. <laughs> All right, let's get to our next question. Uh, we've been oh, talking no. about we suck again. the World Baseball Classic, which came to an end last night with a 3 2 win for Team Japan over Team USA. Merrill Kelly did not last very long. Not very good. Uh, we're asking- now, before before you ask this question, oh, let me just okay. preface it a little okay. bit. Okay. I'm not saying the most accomplished. Okay. Okay. Not the most accomplished, but the best is Shohei Otani, the greatest baseball player of all time. Why or why not? And if it's a no, who is the greatest of all time? With Jarrett's clarification, uh, go ahead, read the... Read the uh, uh, well, it's a yes, no. Yeah. Yes, you nut bar. No, you newt bar. It's capital N on newt bar. That's right. right, right. Show, them, two show Lars too, some but, respect. Yeah. Um, with the clarification from Jarrett, yeah, I'll say yes. He's certainly not the most accomplished. Love to see him play in the postseason. But what he's doing is redonkulous. I mean, I guess because pitches and hits. Yeah. He's a six-tool player. An unprecedented six-tool player. So was Babe Ruth, who well, is also all, regarded he didn't have as all five tools. No, Babe Ruth yeah. couldn't run. He wasn't a big stolen base guy. <laughs> I don't think he was a great fielder either, Babe Ruth. You don't know that. No, I don't. <laughs> Do you know that? the glove he used? I don't. I don't see any shots of Babe Ruth dropping any fly balls out there. Also, Babe Ruth. <laughs> When he became a truly, truly great hitter, he wasn't a pitcher anymore. That is true. True, but he could. He was a better hitter than. I already. He was a much yes. better hitter than. Uh, Why do you I'm, I'm, I'm talking to Tim Ren. So, so is is Babe Ruth your answer? No, Tim actually, Ring? no, actually, I think Willie Mays is the best baseball player of all time. What was okay. his ERA? Ring zero point zero. <laughs> Nobody ever got a hit off of Willie right. Mays. Never. <laughs> Unbeaten. Okay. Is Shohei Otani the greatest baseball player of all time? 58% say no, you newt bar. 42% say yes, you nut bar. Not yet, says Edward Casper. A lot of people said not yet. That honor still goes to Babe Ruth. Oh. But given time, Otani may pass him. Contrary to popular belief, I did not see Babe Ruth play. Uh, Walker. Yeah, again, that goes to the accomplishment thing. Did Babe Ruth yes. ever hit 100 on the radar gun? No. Right. Right. 
Chris DC says Did they if, have a radar gun? Right, exactly. <laughs> Did radar technology exist? Yes. Chris DC says if Shohei Otani does what he is doing for another seven to eight years, he will get my vote. Seven We're to eight years. About accomplishment I know. again and longevity. Enjoy what Pleasure. he is doing and witness it, says Chris DC. Willie Mays, end of discussion, submits Mr. Coach. We will need to see him perform in the playoffs and the World Series. Until then, no, says J.S. Smooth. That's fair only because the different amount of pressure and stuff. Yeah. All right, finally, uh, we lost Dan Bickley to the post-concert. Well, not the post-concert bug. Tim, what's your availability for the next uh, several years? I'll get you through the week. Temporary. (laughs) Temporary. He'll be back hopefully this week. <laughs> uh, but he was at a show, uh, what was it, two nights ago? Yes. And you're going to a show next weekend, yes, Vince Morata. I am. Open-ended question, guys. Best concert you ever attended. Ooh. What was it and why was it the best? Oh, man. For me, it was uh, it was Muse at Celebrity Theater. And the reason why it was the best is because it was Muse at Celebrity Theater. Mm-hmm. To see a band that uh, that good there, uh, then they put on a remarkable show. Celebrity Theater is a very, very cool place. That's a great venue, a show. Yeah. I, I got a I got a tie, and coincidentally, they both happened in 1985. Oh, 1985! Yep. Great you, Scott! U2 at the UIC Pavilion. You already lost Jarrett. Yeah, same. He's out. He hates you too. I don't hate. I just I hate don't like them too. at all. Yeah. Right. I hate you too. I hate you. Well, I'm hate not you fond too. of either one of you yeah. either. You too, 1985, and and later that summer, Bruce Springsteen at Soldier Field, the Born in the mm. USA tour, eighty thousand. Solid. Good. Tell people you're a middle-aged sports writer without telling <laughs> oh, people you're a. Oh, Jared. <laughs> Jared, that's you, you hit. You hit all the uh, the notes on I that am. answer. That's who I am. I'm not going to apologize. Hey, you like what you like. Oh, yeah, that's, that is absolutely true. Uh, we you have know Jared's was Weird Al Yankovic the, at weird, the, uh, your Boygan County Fair. Yeah, that's true. Weird Al Yankovic at the uh, Phoenix, at the uh, Arizona State Fair. That's the best concert you've ever been to? It was, no, but it was one of the best concerts I've ever been to. I've also seen Queen. I've seen Frank Sinatra. I've seen the Monkees. Okay. Wow, that was a hell of a bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, right, we have some... Frank opened for the Monkees, yes. We have some great listener responses uh, to that question that we don't have time to get to, except for this one from Jay Jar. Best concert he ever went to, Circus Mexicus 2019. Got to see Whiskey's Quicker and Vince singing The Cure. Yes. Solid show. I may or may not have been... Woefully hungover. <laughs> yeah, take that, Frank Sinatra and the Monkees. <laughs> Did you sing Friday, I'm in Love? No, I sang uh, Just Like Heaven. Okay. Oh. Sort of. Did you make your hair all Robert Smith-like? No, it was it was like that all on its own. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. Thanks uh, to everybody Thank who chimed in on uh, social studies. At Bickley underscore Murata is where you can get involved in that. I want to read some more of those uh, concert responses. Yeah, there's some really good ones. Uh, coming up next, we'll get back into the NFL. The Arizona Cardinals making some free agent signings. Is this an indication of what we can expect the rest of the offseason? That and more with Tim Ring sitting in for Bick today. It's Bickley and Murata mornings on Arizona. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.
for Dan Bickley today on this Wednesday edition of Bickley and Murata Mornings. I would say Bick will be back tomorrow, but I said that yesterday. I got egg all over my face. Don't jinx it. <laughs> I'd like to sleep past 4 a.m. What, are you, what are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> Sleeping. Can you fill in for me? I'm feeling a little bit. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Um, the Arizona Cardinals made some uh, signings yesterday, including uh, Antonio Hamilton coming back. And I think that's that's a good move. Antonio Hamilton was was a good, uh, productive cornerback, I thought, this past season. I think, a pretty good year. I think as a third or fourth corner, yeah. he's okay. You can win with him. Yeah. I, liked what I, I liked what I learned about Antonio Hamilton on Hard Knocks. Nothing's coming easy for this guy. Yes, I think he's. I think he's got a little dog in him. He does, and I think again, if he if he's one of your top two, maybe that's not a great thing. But if he's three or four, I think you're okay. Let the record show, Jarrett, that at nine nineteen a.m. on March twenty second, twenty twenty three, Tim Ring uh, made a public comment that was positive on the Cardinals appearing on Hard Knocks. <laughs> First for the show, I'll First write it down. For the show, you took something out of the show. Good for you. I did. <laughs> there were highlights. There were some nice moments. There were yeah. like two. The big Leo the Lion painting. <laughs> there was. I would have called that. There wasn't nice much one. though. No. What many? Oh no! It was soft candy. Yeah. Not hard knocks. Soft candy. But uh, in their, in their attempt, but I agree with you on the Antonio Hamilton. Part. Yeah. I like. I like what I learned about him, the person. Yes. You know, the, the family aspect, they spent some time with his family, with his kids, his background, you know, overcoming the injury, which, you know, we all knew about at that point when Hard Knocks aired. But, yeah, good story. So yeah, I think Antonio Hamilton is a good signing. They bring back Jonathan Ledbetter, who was a rotation guy on the line. That's fine. Uh, LJ, LJ Collier, former first-round pick who spent four years in Seattle after being a, a pick of theirs in 2019, hasn't done much in terms of production. You brought up a great point earlier, Tim, in that the, the Seahawks did not uh, exercise his fifth-year option, which made him a free agent. And here he is, maybe with an opportunity to kickstart his career, but uh, in terms of numbers, uh, and it, you know, it's hard to get numbers as a rotation defensive lineman, I get it, but he didn't really put any up in Seattle. At some point, yes, you can say, hey, listen, a new scenery, new setting, new coaching staff, maybe they find a way to get more out of this young man. The other side of the coin is, at some point, you are who you are. And this this young man did not live up to his first-round draft status True. in Seattle. And it's not like they broke the bank to bring in somebody like L.J. Collier. And they did lose bodies on that defensive line, so he'll you know, likely, ultimately, and ideally be part of that, that rotation on the defensive line. If he even makes the team. Yes. I mean, you know, just because he, you know, sure. there's no guaranteed a roster spot. Again, I just think if you're a Cardinal fan and you look, you look at J.J. Watt retiring and Zach Allen signing with the Broncos and you're bringing in a guy like L.J. Collier, you're, you're, you're coming out on the wrong end yeah. of the personnel moves here. I think the, the move that they made yesterday that has the most intrigue is the signing of Dennis Daly. Two-year contract, started 15 games at left tackle. Um, and, you know, depending on what you read or what you consume... You know, the official press release on it said, hey, Dennis Daly was on an offensive line that helped Derrick Henry run for more than 1,500 yards last year. You read the reaction, uh, real-time reaction from in-season on social media from Titans fans, and they're like, why is Dennis Daly on the field? Uh, He did start 15 games. I think the Cardinals already have their tackles in place, unless 
they're maybe thinking about moving on from DJ Humphreys in terms of a trade. I, I don't know. It, it, all things are considered. What I think is more likely is Dennis Daly plugs into a guard position uh, at some point for the Cardinals offensive line. Monty Austin Ford had a front row seat to Dennis Daly's brutal 2022 season, Vinny. Mm-hmm. He gave up a league-high 12 sacks, a league-high 52 pressures. The headline in seven penalties. The headline in MusicCityMiracles.com during the season. Quote, Titans continuing to play Dennis Daly is the definition of insanity. There was a whole article written on that? Yeah. <laughs> so so to think that he's gonna be brought here to be a starter. I mean, listen, Monty Ossenford clearly saw something in him from a value standpoint that he feels can help the Arizona Cardinals. But looking at the production of Dennis Daly last year, how could Monty Ossenford think that that value could be anything more than a rotational yeah. backup, a depth piece? Maybe. And most of his experience in the NFL, he had three years in Carolina after being a draft pick, and then last year in Tennessee, the majority of it's been played at left tackle. He's taken about 560 career snaps at the guard positions. Tall for a guard. He's 6'6". 6'6", 325. Certainly more prototypical for a tackle. Yeah, and, and tall, real quick, Jared. Tall guards are more problematic here in Arizona than they are in other places. It does seem that they're sort of going with familiarity rather than productivity in their signings. Because you're... Because you're white, right? Yeah. From Philadelphia. I've noticed that as well. Now, Collier's Um, Collier's from the Seahawks, so there's no tie there that I can... The wide receiver? No, the... the, No, no, but the wide receiver they signed from the Eagles. Pascal from the Eagles, familiarity with Gannon. It seems like most players and most coaches that have been hired have prior relationships with either the GM or the head coach. I don't think that's out of the ordinary, especially for a new regime. It's definitely not out of the ordinary, but I think what Jared's point is, it seems like it's the only thing they're right. doing. That like, seems to be the priority, is familiarity. Like, do these guys have any knowledge of players outside of guys they've actually coached themselves? Now, that's just the perception early on. But I just said, you know, LJ Collier is from Seattle, so there's obviously not yeah. a tie and, there. And so. maybe that's somebody that uh, Monty Austin Fort and, or members of his staff really liked when he was coming out of TCU in 2019 and figure they can you know, relight that spark. We'll, we'll see. Uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Famers Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks. Ever seen them in concert, Tim? I have not. I've seen Billy Joel. I've seen neither. But they are heading to Chase Field for one night only, uh, presumably to play a concert. They're not just, just heading there. Just to take a tour. Just want to play baseball. <laughs> One <laughs> night only. Uh, that's December 8th. Tickets go on sale Friday He's at 10 a.m. third for the D-backs and playing <laughs> second base. Ooh, baseball in October? Third. Is that what you said? Billy Joel. Joel. Uh, you can win a pair of tickets now by visiting the contest page at ArizonaSports.com. Uh, we didn't talk about this earlier. Do you have the wheel ready to spin, Jared? Sit. Look, oh, we're, we're still doing that? Uh, we'll do it. <laughs> we're doing that next here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. I don't like that game. Tim Ray. You don't like that? <laughs> you guys are not selling. Check Stay me. tuned, the listeners. Come back at 945 no, for the no, end of the show. No, no, no. Stay Cap tuned. Zany fun next on Bickley and Murata Mornings here on Arizona Sports, I the like local the sports leader. I game. 
Time to take a look at the Arizona sports poll question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. All right, we are about to get into a riveting edition of Start, Sit, Cut that Vince is especially excited about. I've missed it, so. I know you have. But first, ArizonaSports.com. We've got a poll question to get to, fellas. Sean McVay mustache. There we go. Where do you think the Suns finish at the end of the regular season? They're in fourth right now. They are the they are a top four seed with home court advantage. They finish fifth or sixth, still in a playoff spot, or seventh seed or lower in the play-in tournament. Good editing on the fly by you. By yeah, the way. we'll read, just I, let. I read that like three times this morning. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know why there wasn't a fourth choice on this poll either. Are people, you have to believe the Suns are going to make the playoffs? Well, I guess that is the assumption. Goodness. I mean, I, I appreciate the, the folks over there at the, uh, at the at the website keeping it positive. Um, positive I'm gonna, power. I'm going to say fifth or sixth seed still in a playoff spot. Yeah, I'm going to lean towards that, too. Because I, I do believe, I've been talking about it for two days. I believe that Durant's, before this thing really goes south, Durant's going to get back on the court. Durant's going to be like, I'm playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's going to obviously help things a lot. Best case scenario is the Suns figure out how to win games without expediting the timetable for Kevin Durant. That's the best case scenario. Because wins is the most important thing. Against this schedule without DeAndre Ayton, Vinny, yeah. I think that's going to be really hard. I agree with you. Uh, All right. Results? Place in a vote for fifth or sixth. That's what 50% of our voters believe. The Suns will get a five or six seed in the playoffs. Uh, 28% say top four seed with home court advantage. 22% say seventh seed or lower in the play-in tournament. All right, there you go. You can make your voice known. Cast your vote. Today's Sanderson Ford poll question is uh, votable, if that's a word, on the uh, homepage at ArizonaSports.com. Bickley and Murata want to know, who would you start, sit, or cut? Don't call it a comeback! <laughs> start, sit, cut's been here for years. It has. Hello, Cool J. <laughs> Mustache. Hello, Cool J. Oh, that's Don't serious. call it a comeback, baby. Right? Come on, Jared! <laughs> He doesn't that's always have a mustache, a song though. For him. LL. I know. You know, if you don't like U2 or Bruce, that's fine. But don't you come at LL Cool J. No. you got to know who's, I, who's what. Because I've always said ladies love Cool J. <laughs> you do. You always say that. You do say In that. no context. I know, right? <laughs> I, I do not like U2, but I like Bruce Springsteen very much. All right. I'm going to present uh, Tim and Vince here. Three options. They will have to tell me which they would start, sit, and cut. Essentially ranking them one through three. In sports and pop culture. We'll start with the Cardinals. Which position group are you most concerned about right now? Offensive line, defensive line, cornerbacks. Start, sit, cut. I will start here. I'm going to uh, start defensive line. I'm going to sit cornerbacks, and I'm going to cut offensive line. I'm going to start cornerbacks. I'm going to sit defensive lines defensive line, and I will obviously cut offensive line. So offensive line, you both feel all right about. I mean, they're bringing back people. But they have three starters, three of their ideal starters from last year back. They've made some moves to, to bolster that position. Do they have anyone to hike the ball? 
Not yet. Not yet, but I think, obviously, the fact that they passed on some of the top-line centers tells me they're they're going to draft a center high up in the draft and try to groom that guy to be the center of the future. That's what I think. That's what I think, too. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Kevin Durant still out for the Phoenix Suns. He has three more years on his contract after this? Yes. Okay. We don't know when he's coming back, but we assume Kevin Durant will be back for the playoffs. That will hopefully give the Suns four chances at a championship with Kevin Durant. Put on your prediction hats. How many championships will the Phoenix Suns win with Kevin Durant? Start, sit, cut. Zero. One. Two or more. Tim, you start on this one. I'm going to start one. I'm going to sit zero, and I'm going to cut two or more. Fully acknowledging there's a great amount of hope in the answer. That is the exact correct order. One, zero, two. Yeah. I mean, you go 0 for 55 years, and you're just going to reel off championships (laughs) all of a sudden? Right. I mean, it's not like Durant's 27 years old, either. That's the other problem with this. He is 34. So... All right, that's fair enough. All right, the World Baseball Classic ended last night. Very exciting, featuring Shohei Otani winning the MVP, striking out Mike Trout to end the, the game. Who is the f- current, current, who is the current face of Major League Baseball? Start, sick, cut. Shohei Otani, Aaron Judge, or Mike Trout? Sounded uncertain on that last one. Because I also had Bryce Harper written down. I couldn't think of an obvious third one, but it was between those two. Um, I'm going to, and I'm basing a lot of this in, in reality because of markets and team success. I'm going to start Aaron Judge. I'm going to sit Shohei Otani, and I'm going to cut Mike Trout. That's the exact same order I have. My goodness. Because Vince is right. Did we just become best friends? Now listen, <laughs> technically <laughs> Trout played. <laughs> you wouldn't even say up. He already, just... had, he already has a best friend, Vince. <laughs> Did we just have a moment? <laughs> I mean, technically Trout plays in market number two, as does Otani. But do they really? It's Anaheim. Yeah. Orange County, isn't it? No, it is. Really? But I mean, no matter what Artie Moreno tries say, to put on the jersey, just because you say Anaheim. you're LA, you're not LA. Is there someone? I mean, Mike Trout, Bryce Harper, uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. Like, are, is there someone else that's another possibility? Even that's an interesting choice to throw in there. A guy who hasn't played. I know, in I know, he's a, <laughs> right. He was on the cover of. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's it's interesting. That they have all these young stars that they can market baseball, and, and they just need to figure out how to. It just annoys me because baseball used to be my favorite sport, and they have a lot of exciting players. They just don't know what they're doing. All right, today is National. Actually, I think it was yesterday. National Chips and Dip Day. Ooh, Ooh. celebrate <laughs> your happy, favorite thing to dip a chip. To all those who celebrate into your favorite thing to dip a chip. Into okay. start sick cut salsa, guacamole, queso, no. 
Ooh. Not making the list, barely. French onion sort of creamy dip there. I do love a French onion. All right, onion. I'm going to start queso. I'm going to sit guac, and I'm going to cut salsa. Nothing against salsa, but it just doesn't make the cut past the other two. We're, we're not, no longer, we're we're no longer best friends. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. No. No, it's it's over? Yeah, it's over. It's not me, it's you. Uh, Tim, we will I, snack together. I'm starting salsa. You just like to say salsa, 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 salsa. <laughs> I'm sitting queso, and I do love a good guac, but if, if I got the the, the, the three-item sampler there, yeah. guac's getting the least love from me. Wow. How do you... God, I love a good queso and a good guac. I do, too. Oh, sometimes I mix the but, two. Oh, but salsa, oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, I race. do it. <laughs> what a... Don't judge. What oh. a non-appetizing color that must be. <laughs> I know. How about a, how about a seven-layer bean dip? Oh. Love it. Serendipity, baby. Isn't it funny? That's one of those things, sort of like Thanksgiving dinner. A seven-layer bean dip you eat on the Super Bowl and probably not at all the rest of the year. I and mean, everyone loves it. Uh, potluck. Some sort of barbecue situation. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Maybe a Fourth of July, potential. A big potluck item. Big yeah. potluck item. It's got to be to make. I mean. Well, yeah. That's why. <laughs> Seven layers. My goodness. Your favorite local I'm only market. making it on the Fourth of July in Super Bowl. <laughs> Tell it, you and twice. your friends. That's it. That's it. Ambrosia <laughs> salad. and All right. <laughs> Finally, uh, we talked about everyone's favorite concert. Bickley went to a concert. Vince is going to a concert. What is the best to be in the audience for? What energy is the best? What is the most enjoyable experience? Okay. A great music concert, a great comedy concert, or a great sporting event. All right, I'm going first. On Start, this sit, cut. Uh, for me, I'm starting sporting event. I'm sitting music concert and I'm cutting the comedy show. Not that I don't love a good comedy show, but yeah, I'll, tell you, I'll switch it up just for the hell of it. I'll, 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 I'm going to start on, sporting not, event. Show some conviction here, Ring. I'm tired of being your best buddy. <laughs> tired of being bosom buddies. <laughs> the show needs a little spice. Damn it, Vince! Comedy is way better. Comedy shows can be electric. They can. So you're starting that. No, I'm starting sporting events. Okay. We'll move comedy into the two-hole. The sit-hole. And you're... The what hole? What was that? The sit-hole. Okay, thank goodness. <laughs> proper proper diction, very important. <laughs> Music concerts going last? You're cutting it? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, you haven't lived till you've seen Bill Burr at Red Rocks. Which I have not. There done. is something I've seen that, him live. Right? I mean, there. I, I want to. He's one of the few people I haven't seen that I want to see. But the energy of everyone sort of laughing together is really great. But but that energy at a concert too is great. Yeah, Singing that's along true. And, that is true. Uh, Jarrett, wow, you, th- you you put it together yeah. and off, and it did not disappoint. We did it. Start, sit, cut remains radio gold. People dip <laughs> shows. Sit home. <laughs> Uh, so, don't don't say that. Don't test that yeah, a, really. a fourth time. Oh, sit. <laughs> <laughs> Some Thanks. final thoughts on this on Wednesday next as we wrap things up. Bickley and Murata mornings with Tim Ring in for Bick here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Hey, this is Sweet James. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata. Song of the day. You know 
it don't even matter your age, don't even matter your color, your fellas, I ain't forget about y'all, this is for everybody that likes to dance, just listen to what I'm saying, and do it, and take a chance, I put my hand up on your head, when I dip you, dip me, dip you, put your hand up on my head, when you dip, all four members of the show, gyrating in some fashion, although I think Jared might be having an issue back there. I'll do the same dance, too. <laughs> yeah. In honor of National Dip Day. Take it to the floor. This is my favorite song with dip in the title. Pretty much the only one I know. <laughs> and you guys name the artist? Sarah? I'm sad to say I don't think I can. Kid in play. Oh, freak nasty. Freak oh, nasty. Oh, yeah. Forget that one. This reminds me of uh, Sergio Dip. Remember the sideline reporter? We never saw him again. After there they are. No. Having the time of their Vance lives. Joseph is having the time, time of, his of his life. life. That was such a sweet moment. I love that. And apparently he's been erased from, from the earth. You don't come back from that. Old Sergio. You know, now when I hear dip, all I think about Jarrett is uh, Martin Short's character from Only Murders in the Building. Oh, yeah. His entire all diet eats consists dip. of dips. <laughs> Good show. Have you watched it? It's fantastic. I, I haven't watched it. Highly yet. recommend it. Yeah, okay. it's very, it's very entertaining and enjoyable. And each season is like a mystery. Yeah, so it's kind of fun to like play along with. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, anyway, that's uh, Freak Nasty from 2006. The Dip. Today's song of the day. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. That's how, this, that's how this league works, so, you know, it's unfortunate that those guys aren't playing, but it's another opportunity for, you know, somebody to step up big. Um, like I said, the, the roles and responsibilities won't be the same when those two guys get back, but, you know, the confidence will be there because they've been, you know, put in these situations. Devin Booker of the shorthanded Phoenix Suns talking about players stepping up needs to happen for them to have any kind of sustained success. They're in L.A. tonight against the Lakers, who are shorthanded themselves. LeBron James remains out. Anthony Davis listed as probable, which is about as sure a bet as you can get for Anthony Davis at this point. Who steps up for the Phoenix Suns tonight? That's a big question. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure we can count on Chris Paul to score somewhere right between around 15 points. 15 to 20 points with between 12 and 16 assists. Great. Are you of the belief that Chris Paul has lost the ability to put up a 35-point game? I think I am. Yeah? I think I am. And if he if he Look, and if he can, they will be extremely few and far between. Like I said, he hasn't scored more than twenty since, since January twenty eighth. I think yeah, the, the the day you put out there, which is almost two full months ago now. But you can make the case he's not looking to be that. Well, guess what? They needed him though this week. They if he can do it, this would be the week to do it. Yeah. But like I said earlier, they don't need a third guy. They need a third and fourth guy. To score twenty or more points tonight, Friday night, and Saturday night, uh-huh. and, I, and again, it could be Damian Lee, it could be campaign, it could matter be, who it, it is, it could be Tory Craig, it Josh, be somebody. Got plenty of candidates. Just need to have one of them fill that role. Two of them. Two of them. Okay. Two, I, two, if you want to win, yeah. Well, I mean, we know you can compete with yeah. with, with with one of them. Uh, if you want to win a game. Suns and Lakers tonight, seven o'clock on the uh, Arizona Sports app and ninety-eight-seven. Earlier in the show, we played the Mike Farron game-winning call for Japan. Shohei Otani 
striking out Mike Trout. Have you heard the Japanese play-by-play call of it? Major League Baseball players are saying, oh, you can't risk things for an exhibition. Tell that to the players who were on the field last night. Tell that to the fans who flocked to the stadiums and, you know, got dressed up head to toe in their country's colors and and got behind their their squads. I think a huge win for baseball. I'm real curious to see how Major League Baseball can turn this into a positive for that sport because it needs something. And I think they're off to a good start with these rule changes, although they're already ordering a, a tweak of the clock, the pitch clock rules. Have you seen this? I did not. What are they tweaking? I don't think the tweaks have been announced yet, but they're going oh. to tweak them. I think they're going to extend the time already. Oh. I think it's going to go from 15 bases empty, 20 seconds bases on. I think it's going to go to 20 and 25. And they were doing so well. Yeah, they were. Time again. But I think it was a great event, and you know we had a lot of Shohei Otani talk today. Uh, Mark DeRosa, the, uh, the manager of Team USA, said this. I mean, he did not seem like... Rattled by walking Jeff McNeil on a close pitch down. Not rattled that, like you said, three MVPs were coming coming up to bat. Um, like you said, I've, an, I've analyzed him for, for years since he's come over here. What he's doing in the game is what probably 90% of the guys in that clubhouse did in Little League or in youth tournaments, and he's able to pull it off. On the biggest stages, he is a uh, he's a unicorn to the sport. I don't, you know, I think other guys will try it, but I don't think they're going to do it to his level. Yeah, Shohei named the MVP of the tournament, put up huge pitch uh, hitting numbers, and also uh, you know closes down the save, and he strikes out Mike Trout to end the game. I brought this up in in show prep, and we haven't talked about it today. Mike Trout. Mike Trout is unbelievable, an unbelievable talent, and before Shohei Otani's, you know. Uh, up and coming, uh, you know, trajectory over the last two years, people would say Trout is the best player in baseball, and he's still right up there. My question is, when is Mike Trout going to have a moment? I mean, last night was yes, it was an exhibition tournament. I get it, but it was a but moment. It was, it was a potential moment, and he goes down swinging against his teammate. I looked it up. He's played in three playoff games in his career. Fifteen plate appearances in the postseason in his career. And he hit 083. Now he hit 083. It's a small, it's a small and, sample size. And it was nine years ago. And it was nine seasons ago. And it doesn't all come down to Mike Trout, but I'm just like, what's Mike Trout's best moment on a baseball field? And again, with the time zone that he plays in, unfortunately, like, listen, a lot of people aren't watching a lot of baseball, period. Mm-hmm. But a lot of... Angels baseball, you know, he flies under the radar out there. Like he almost, he's almost like a more of a mythical figure. You hear, yes. you see the stats, you hear the stories. Uh huh. The stats are, you can't refute them. They're of amazing. I, I don't know. But I, have a, but I know what you're saying. Have a moment. Now he needs better team success to have the big stage like he had last night in the postseason. Jarrett brought this up yesterday as we were sitting in the cold and rain at uh, Salt River Fields watching the D-backs and Angels in spring training action. 
Imagine the people that bought their tickets. It was a hope, double whammy. Hoping to see Shohei Otani and Mike Trout maybe play the Diamondbacks in spring training. I bought, my, one of them bought my tickets a month ahead of time so I could sit in 80 degree weather and watch <laughs> Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. It was not 80 degrees, not even yeah, close. I it, know. Was, it was cold out there yesterday. Got to see a Joe Adele home run, though. Uh, that is going to do it for us. Uh, Tim, thanks again for sitting in. What do you say? See you tomorrow? I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> I'll get the text at about 4 o'clock. Thanks to Bobby Dooley and Al McCoy for joining us. Thanks to you for hanging out as well. Wolf and Luke are up next here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Have a great day, everybody.